So the key story to Stroke Lab Black, Stroke Lab with Triple Track is for a tour player who's probably has established being a pretty good putter anyway. Right. They're seeing improvements, but for the rest of us, you know, the weekend golfer, it helps even more than it would help a tour player. It does. This is the Fitting Room Podcast. Here's your host, Nate Adelman. Welcome to the Fitting Room Podcast. I'm your host, Nate Adelman, alongside my main man, John Milnarski. Hey, hey. And we are smack dab in the middle of my favorite part of the golf season, which is early in the season because every week it seems like a new product is coming out. And new products are fun. We're kicking off here. Excitement. And new products, when they come out, people want to try them. People want to learn about them. And specific to our show, people want to know how can I get the best version of that because I can't remember the last product we came out where there was just one of. There's a lot of variations, a lot of options, and we got to figure it out. And today in the studio with us is the one and only Mr. Sean Toulon. Welcome. Uh, Nice to be here, guys. And if you're here, it means we're talking about probably one thing specifically, and that's the flat stick. Yeah, putters. And we've got some new some new toys. We do. Um, and today we are going to break down um, the two newest additions to the Odyssey family: the Stroke Lab Black putters, the Odyssey, and the Odyssey Triple Track putters, right. which is also part of Stroke Lab family, um, but with with uh, distinct technology. There, um, we're going to get into that in a second. Just as a quick reminder, the Fitting Room is part of the Callaway Podcast Network of wonderful podcasts. Subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast, and make sure you check out some of our other shows. Like, Sean, I believe you have the Putting Podcast. We do, yeah. It's under your purview, so that's a good one to listen to. That's fun. Uh, Girls and Golf Podcast, and of course, The Ship Show, um, which is always a fun time. But enough of that. I want to talk putters. Sean, thank you for being here, and give us a quick overview of, uh, of the new of the new putters well the, uh, let's talk first about stroke lab black we introduced stroke lab last year and um, to say we had a great a great year with that I think would be uh, a, a, a big understatement we won four times last fall when it was just a prototype if you remember so uh, we were super excited about the developing um, of this new shaft technology and really the total rebalancing of a putter and what that could mean to help a golfer stroke. So we have really spent a lot of our time, effort, energy, money, resources on really developing better club heads in putting, right? Whether it's a new mallet design with higher MOI or a new insert that rolls the ball better. But we concentrated this time on would it be possible for us to build a putter that could actually help improve a golfer's putting stroke. And when I say improve it, improve the consistency of it. Because I'll, I'll let you in on a secret. Golfers who are terrible putters, which is most, hmm. um, they're bad putters because they have really bad putting strokes. And when I say bad, it's because they don't repeat. Hmm. So a lot sure. of that is based on the way these putters have um, sort of morphed over the years. And uh, the specs have just gotten crazy. They've gotten way out of control. So Stroke Lab really brought that back into control. Um, and I mean, the usage is inc- just incredible. Um, I don't know how many wins we had last year. We had 83 wins yeah, for Odyssey. A lot of wins. Um, with Stroke Lab, I, I bet we had 45 or 50 mm. with the shaft. So incredible. So we took that shaft um, and then we redid uh, an insert called Microhinge Star, which is firmer, a little bit more feedback, a little bit more sound. 
but more importantly, versus White Hot, which has really been a sort of a beloved uh, Odyssey insert over the years. Yep. Um, so we really matched the sound and the feel, but we delivered about 40 or 50 RPMs more forward roll. So that's in this new line called Stroke Lab Black, mm. where we went through the heads that we have in the line and we really refined them, made it way more premium looking. You know, every you know little radius has been touched and massaged, and you know the putters just came out beautifully. And they're doing I heard great. That on you're tour. at the factory physically massaging all of these. <laughs> I like, well, that sounds a little strange, but uh, but I like to do that. So for those of you who are listening, um, it's a great way to listen to the podcast. But uh, this year, every podcast will also be on video. And if you are watching the video, which you can get on uh, YouTube or callawaygolf.com slash podcast you can see some beautiful images of the stroke lab black family here on the screen to my left and you can see i mean they're simply stunning they and are the 10 came out earlier this year a little early that was like the the preview the first putter with the micro hinge star which have, has only been getting rave reviews um it's already um nate it's become our number one played putter um on professional tours around the world for odyssey and in some cases already the number one of all brands and it's brand new that and bird of prey was uh came along with it kevin kisner switched to that last last week in hawaii i don't think he's switched putters since 1912 yeah so that number seven white hot for a long time yes i mean a very old one Yeah. yeah Um, with that white hot insert, but he loves this new insert, so really good. And, and Sean, can I ask? You know, from from yep. the image we're looking at, are we are we predicting another year of the mallet? Is there a, a massive technical advantage there? What I mean, what's kind of the story behind? That? I think it's a great question, John, and I would say, yeah, we are um, because the, so mallets by nature they're bigger and typically when a putter is bigger that means the inertia goes up right and so inertia is sort of this this measurement of forgiveness if you will um and as the number goes higher the putter is a little bit more forgiving on miss hits and a little bit more stable the reason why we've seen such an explosion of these mallets on tour um is number one some of them now are smaller so they're not these massive things that they used to be uh they still have high inertia because there's multi-materials that go into it so we can do different things with different density materials but the really the thing that's been driving that is now they have these little hosels on them that give them some toe hang right Mm. so they begin to sort of rotate very similarly to a blade but they're a lot easier to hit it's sort of like the first time a good player um met up with an apex iron a beautiful forged uh cavity back iron it's a lot more forgiving than a blade and goes farther it's kind of like what's not to like why not yeah, yeah right exactly right. so this is sort of the same idea Got it. the trends are there and, it, and it's continuing great so a couple of years ago i was out with one of our photo shoots mm-hmm. with uh mr hadwin adam hadwin and he was just playing around with the original micro hinge insert yep and he said that they had put him on i think it was uh either quintic or sam i can't remember and he said with micro hinge he was getting a higher launch angle yeah and so the ball was carrying a little bit bef- more before it rolled and he was talking about how it re- that putter required uh, some different specs to get him to roll it was good that he was getting the roll but they needed to make some adjustments yep. so, uh, talk ahead. to me about yep. this the the micro hinge star have you seen any similar results about launch angle spin anything like that no not really not yet at at least Uh, well here's what i would say the players absolutely love it um and like i said earlier the white hot 
insert has been really difficult to get out of play. And some of these players like Kisner, have, they've used it for 15 years, right? Mm. So they're so in tune with how it sounds, how it feels, and that sound really relates to the ball coming, the speed at which the ball leaves um, leaves the face at impact. And so they've they've got a really good correlation for that. These inserts now, like micro hinge or micro hinge star, with these mechanisms in there, where the hinge actually moves back and forth, picks up the golf ball, and actually does get it to to sort of launch a little bit. We've taken our loft down to three degrees. Uh, we used to be a lot higher, a lot higher. We, back in the day, we used to be four. Uh, so that's <laughs> well, a, but, but still, it's a twenty-five percent decrease, right? Sure. Um, and in putting, you know, that's that's a big, big deal. Yep. But we're able to get that forward roll now. Uh, and then when you take the loft down, it even rolls better. So mm. I think what Adam was was really adjusting to was going from white hot yep. into micro hinge. Now he's in uh, micro hinge, um, white hot micro hinge. Mm. Um, and, and, and I think he's had to make that adjustment. Some players will, most probably won't. But won't okay. And kind of end of that story, you know, the feedback we've been kind of seeing and hearing earlier in the season is the trend with golf balls, right? Golf yeah. balls are getting softer and right. softer and softer. Yeah. And now this this insert is the the perfect kind of right in between to help bridge bridge the conversation. Yeah, I, I would say this. It's a really interesting point. As golf balls have changed, the putters have had to change along with it. So we'll talk to her. Um, there's about half of the people out there use a putter without an insert, a milled putter. Um some use a Scotty Cameron for God knows what reason. Yeah. Um, thankfully, some have been enlightened in yeah, Odyssey's got a two line design. Of those too. And, yeah. and those are really growing in popularity. Yeah. But there are people that really like that, that more firm um, feedback, but that at least half use inserts, right? Um, so, and, and they typically like that because it does have a little less sound and a little bit softer feel. Um, so as the golf ball has changed, we have brought, um, been bringing up the firmness of, of the urethane inserts. Um, secondly, when you marry that with a, a device, a mechanical device like a hinge, there's less surface area, which means um, the shock of impact, which is what you hear, which determines your feel, yeah, is less, right? Got it. Um, so what we've done with white hot, or sorry, micro hinge star versus uh, the white hot insert from years ago, we've actually made it firmer than the original white hot was, but the feedback that you get would make you feel like it's the same. Wow. So it's, it's really cool. cool. So and no we're, detail ignored. No detail, well, but you can't. I mean, yeah. we're, we're out there, you know, with, with, with players that, that recognize these subtle changes in mm. details and fractions matter, right? Of we're course. looking for every little bit of performance we can. So the key story to Stroke Lab Black and what we're going to get into it, uh, right now, which is the Stroke Lab with Triple Track, yeah. uh, is the Stroke Lab technology in the shaft. Now, about a year ago, we did a full podcast on this with Luke uh, yep. Williams, who's on your team. Yeah. I encourage everyone to go back if they're not up to date or they're not bought in on what Stroke Lab is. Go listen to that podcast. I mean, Stroke Lab is a game changer. You see now every week on tour half the putters in play are have black shafts yeah. with, the, with the silver tip. And yeah. that's how you know that, that players are taking advantage of that. But that's been a, that's been truly a game changer. I know people use that word a lot, but I mean, we have over a thousand of them in play on worldwide tours now every month. I mean, it's crazy. A thousand. And, uh-huh. And I would argue, you can tell me I'm out of line here. Yep. I would argue that for a tour player who's probably has established being a pretty good putter anyway. Right. They're seeing improvements, but for the rest of us, you know, the weekend golfer, 
it helps even more than it would help a tour player. It does. It does. So there's an old adage, you guys, and you've probably heard me say this before, but golf clubs help to create the golf swing, right? And that can happen in a positive way or a negative way. We prefer to concentrate on developing products that could help your swing in a positive way, right? right. And in this case, that's what we were after with the Stroke Lab Shaft. So um, if we can improve the quality of your motion, your consistency is going to increase, right? And if that happens, you're going to make more putts. So that's part of it. And this show is all about harnessing clubs for the for the good, for what what's possible and Absolutely. making sure that you can get it the best in your back. John, you've fit a lot of people over the last couple couple years since Stroke Labs come out for that uh, for putters. What percentage of people that you're doing fittings for find that Stroke Lab is the way to go? Uh, pretty much everyone, to be very honest, right? I mean, I know the company we work for and all that, but technically speaking, improvements in face angle, improvements in tempo, in uh, you know speed um, and in direction categories, it is it is extremely successful. Okay. We see a 13% improve. Think about this. Guys like us, we get geeked up when somebody says 1% or 2% or I found a mile an hour ball speed. And this is a, think about this, a 13% improvement in the consistency of your face angle at impact. That's the, I mean, that's the report card right there. Sounds good to me. So when you think about it from 10 feet, if your face angle is off by one degree, the average golfer, the face angle will be off by three to five. If it's off by one degree from 10 feet, you'll miss the hole. Think about that. Not even a lip out. Nope. Uh, So a 13% improvement, that's a big, big deal. Critical. Yep. Yep. Okay, so about... Three months ago, mm. we had Mr. Jason Finley in here, and we talked about triple track on golf balls yep. and how much of a difference and an impact that technology makes for, I mean, putting specifically with the golf ball right. and crazy numbers like 27% better alignment, yep. which, which again, from 10 feet, if you're a degree off, that, that makes a big difference. And triple track has been so successful that I, I don't know whose idea it was. You can tell me. We said, why stop at the golf ball? Right. Well, I can tell you what happened because right. it's, a, it's a cute story. You know, usually when we develop these technologies, whether it's jailbreak or, or just think of any of the, of the new AI stuff, those, are, those things are years and years in development. And then when you get the first one, invariably it breaks or it doesn't work the way you dreamed. So it goes through a lot of iterations until you really find something that, that is super interesting. So we had just finalized... Um, with a professor and a doctor from St. Louis University the, um, to acquire the rights for the triple track golf ball. So um, when we finished that, it was in a, one of Chip's staff meetings. Um, I came downstairs with a golf ball. I called Austi and Luke on the way down. said, Austi, bring me um, a, 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 a two-ball head. Luke, you're in charge. you got to get me a ruler and two Sharpies. <laughs> and I can tell you the R&D for this project was 27 seconds. All right. We, I mean, but as soon as you see it, um, it's just it's the most simple and intuitive innovation that I've ever seen in 35 years of doing what I do. Right. It's, it's super exciting. So for those of you who are not watching, um, on the screen here we have a triple track golf ball, which you've probably seen by now, but the number 10 head with that same triple track uh, the the thicker red line with the two blue lines on the outside, um, vernier acuity, I believe is what it's called. Is you that nailed right? it. That's exactly um, it. Uh, technology that's used on aircraft carriers. It's used on stuff that's mar- far more life and death than making a putt. Although 
you know, sometimes <laughs> making a putt's a big deal. Yeah. Um, and the way that they align, they flow from one to another is, uh, I mean, it's, it's seamless. It's a really cool science when you think of it. And, and you, I think if, you know, to the casual observer, you'd look at that and you'd say, well, it's just three lines on a ball, but it's not the center line. Uh, the science is, um, not only the total width of the three lines, the amount of separation between them, the center line, which is red, which is part of the science, is double the width of the two blue lines, also part of the science. So it really works with how your brain uh, really recognizes a pattern and is able to orient that in a certain way. To your point, it's the exact technology that they use to land fighter jets onto aircraft carriers would be a really good idea to get that right, yes, by the way. Very cool. <laughs> um, so it's the same thing here. So when you see that it's a little bit off or when you let me say it differently when you set up to it and you see that those lines are not perfect you can you can recognize it immediately mm -hmm. it's 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 such let me tell you why we're so excited about this a golfer's ability to align properly the percentage of, of golfers that i see literally um nate i bet i've done in the last six six months 1500 fittings mm. The number of players that I've seen that were perfect aligners is maybe two. Right. And the number of players that I find that are off by four, five, six, eight, ten 10 degrees, 10 degrees from 10 feet would blow your mind. And so, they leave immediately as great aimers. Th this was something I was going to bring up next yep. is you have been on a, a road show. You've been on a, a tour of the country yep. um, doing a test with lasers. Yep. Uh, with putters, with triple track, talk talk us through what you kind of some numbers. What you've been seeing? Yeah. So here's what we'll do with a golfer. We'll have them just bring your golf ball, bring your putter. Um, we'll go to a straight in, you know, sometimes six, sometimes eight, sometimes ten feet. But let's just for easy math say eight feet. You tell me when you're perfectly aligned, and we have an aim board behind the hole, um, and uh, they'll give me the cue. They'll say, "Okay, I'm there." I'll hold the putter, bring a move the golf ball out, tell them not to move, put a laser beam up in front of it, shoots directly at the aim board. I'd say from eight feet, and this aim board is, um, I'd say it's about uh, probably 15 inches wide at least. That is so center to center, it's seven and a half on both sides. Half of the time, they're not on the board. Ooh, on the board? Not on the board. And here's what's, now a, a, a dirty secret here. Tour players are not necessarily great aimers either, but what they do do is they aim the same way all the time because they work on it, right? Consistent. And yeah. they're also trying to improve. But the problem is not just that these golfers are off by that much, they can be off that much left on one and that much right on the next. Mm -hmm. And the, the reason is they have no process. And what Triple Track brings to them is a process and a tool by which they can get their aim. They can go from being horrible. And I, when I say horrible, it would blow your mind how bad it is to almost perfect in f three minutes. Mm. And, and, and it's not, you know, one out of 10, it's, it's 10 out of 10. Mm, it's, it's such a big improvement. Um, and when they leave, they're, they're blown away. They're totally blown away. And they're blown away because they're immediately dramatically better putters. 
Sean, you got me going. You got me excited. Um, <laughs> as you're as you're making these tours and making these rounds, and people want to get fit for these putters. Yep. What type of specifications? I mean, obviously, there's different head shapes. Yeah. Are there different hosel configurations? Different grips? Yeah. You know what? What can they get fit into? Yeah. Well, one through our custom department, um, you can you pretty much got your run a show whatever you. you um, we have seven different. Um, we have five different heads, seven different um, hosel configurations, okay. seven different uh, skews, I should say. So, uh, for instance, the number 10, which is going to be a really popular one, um, that's going to come face balance. And then with our little S-neck, which will give you about 30 degrees of toe hang, we've got a two-ball uh, two blade. Um, the double wide, that comes face balance and toe hang. And then the marksman, which is just a super alignment story anyway. So there's going to be something for all golfers in that. Um, typically, on the putters that are face balance, that golfer is really not much of a rotator. So we'll go with a little bit more oversized grip. Got it. Our oversized. And then the ones that have toe hang, they come with our little smaller kind of midsize pistol. And that's, that's really worked out well. And the story there, larger grip, less rotation. Less rotation, for sure. Okay. And so a lot of it, um, you guys, when we're looking to fit somebody, the, the, the number one thing you're looking for is to try to figure out a pattern. So in this case, a misbias. And I always try to get from the golfer, you know, when you're nervous, you're playing in the member guest and your, your partner, your buddy is looking at you over a four feet to win the match and you can't breathe and, and you miss <laughs> it, what happens, right? Because that's when, yep. that's when it, all the stuff shows. Oh, I miss it to the right, okay. When, when it counts. Right, yeah. so if you miss it to the right, the first thing we'll look at is, okay, what's causing a right miss? Is it aim? Usually it is. Um, or, um, so if we aim that person more to the left, um, then, you know, do we have to change the spec on the putter? But if they're aimed well and miss it to the right, then typically the first thing we would try is a putter that would rotate more. And we can get that two ways. We can get that by going to more toe hang for most golfers. And the second part of it would be go to a smaller grip. It. And it would be just the opposite on a left bias, right? Yep, got it. So good stuff and fun. And um, it's really cool to see um, the equipment really impact the performance immediately, especially when you have innovations here like triple track. Excited to get this out and get it in people's hands yeah. And, yeah. and continue the... I've seen like a lot, you know, we hear, you hear buzz around golf. Oh, you know, drivers have the most innovation. Irons, you know, yeah, game improvement category. Putter, like putter's a putter. Right. But I love that that's not the way that Odyssey looks at putters. No. It's, there's so much tech now, Yeah, whether it's visual technology. And we talked about this with the golf ball. Visual, when it comes to a driver, is rarely talked about. It's about launch. It's about spin. It's about ball speed. As you get shorter in the bag, fitting for visuals is so critical. Yeah. Well, just think about it. So I think about when you watch a telecast, a golf telecast, and you, you listen to the great Nick Faldo talk about he, he talks about fractions, right? I wish I had his accent. Uh, but, you know, if it's just a fraction here or a fraction there. So just think about what I said. One degree off from 10 feet, you're going to miss the hole completely. And the average golfer in their alignment is off by four or five. And what's worse is they're off by four or five left or right, mm. which means to make that putt, you, the consistency of your you're all over the place. Yeah. And I, I I tease these golfers. I said the 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 strategy that you're using is called luck. That's a really bad way to play golf. <laughs> I mean, right? So not we can do better than that. And yes. these technologies, especially the things that Odyssey really grinds on all day every day, really make a big difference. Huge difference. Yeah, the the putter is don't sleep on putter technology. No, it makes a huge difference. 
And I guess probably the most important information that we don't want to leave out is when can I get these? Do you know the answer, John? I think so. <laughs> I think I know the answer. Uh, these will be available in stores everywhere um, January 30th. There so that, that's yeah. the game plan. So we're really close. We're about two weeks away yeah. uh, from no excuses on the putting green, I guess, is what I would say. No excuses. Yeah. Let the countdown begin. <laughs> Sean, thank you so much for joining us. It's You're always welcome, a Nate. pleasure to have you get some energy, talk putters. Um, we're going to have you again soon. I'm sure that you've got more stuff up your sleeve for us. We may, we may not be done yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, make sure that you tune into the Fitting Room Live on Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio uh, every Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, uh, 5 p.m. Pacific. For 2020, our first show is going to be the the uh, end of January. So I think it's January uh, 24th, I think, somewhere in there, uh, maybe 26th, whatever that Monday is. That will be our first show of the year, and then we'll be every week for the rest of the year. John will be... Ju- the oh i'm just getting a correction it's the 27th (laughs) monday january 27th will be our first live show of the year and then we'll be every monday for the whole season so you can always hit us up there with uh get your questions answered live on sirius xm pga tour radio and of course listen to the rest of the wonderful podcast in the cali podcast network and then finally come january 30th uh on odysseygolf.com the putter selector tool We'll have these putters added, so that'll help you even further figure out uh, at least a starting place of what putters to go try next. Um, This episode of The Fitting Room was produced by Trevor Miglarino and Tyler Sheehan. We will see you next week right here with more new products on The Fitting Room.